Hello, I'm Funda Dilaver with CI's Tax Retirement and Estate Planning Team. Welcome to this month's podcast. We are going to talk about emigrating from Canada and its tax consequences. If you are a retiree or a business person who wants to change scenery for somewhere sunny and warm, you are not alone. Every year, around 60,000 Canadians leave Canada permanently. If you decide to leave Canada, there are some tax consequences. First, the taxation in Canada is based on residency, but not on citizenship. For the purpose of Income Tax Act, an individual pays taxes on his worldwide income if he is a resident of Canada. If the individual is considered as a non-resident, then he is taxed only on certain Canadian source of income. It is a question of fact whether you are considered a Canadian resident, non-resident, factual resident, or deemed resident. Generally, you become a non-resident if you meet all the conditions. You leave Canada to live in another country. You sever your residential ties with Canada. If you left Canada but did not sever residential ties with Canada, you are usually considered a factual resident. In such cases, as you left for a temporary work, for a vacation, you are commuting from Canada to your workplace in the United States, or you are attending school in another country. If you establish ties in a country which Canada has a tax treaty, although you haven't severed ties in Canada and you are considered a resident of that country, you may be a deemed non-resident of Canada and will be treated as a non-resident. You do not have significant residential ties with Canada, but you have spent more than 183 days in Canada you may be considered a deemed resident of Canada. Please also note that factual or deemed resident, the individual has to file Canadian tax return and include worldwide income. Factual residents can have all federal and provincial tax credits, where deemed residents can only have federal tax credits. Factual or deemed residents will continue to have RRSP and TFSA rooms and will be able to contribute to them. What happens when you decide to leave? You have to inform financial institutions about your change in residency. You have to inform CRA and Revenue Quebec if you are a Quebec resident and other government bodies your date of departure. You have to file a departure tax return if you have properties or goods in Canada, even if you didn't earn income in the year you left Canada. You may have capital gains. You'll be deemed disposed of certain types of property at their fair market value. But there are some exceptions to this rule. First, Canadian real or immovable property, Canadian resource property, or timber resource property, second, Canadian business property, third, pension plans, annuities, RRSP, TFSA, RESP. For more details about the forms that needed to be filed, please consult the related article. Do you have to pay taxes on the deemed disposition of your assets? You can elect to defer the payment of tax on income relating to the deemed disposition of property, regardless of the amount. You would then pay the tax later without interest, 
when you sell or otherwise dispose of the property. For 2020 tax year, if the amount of federal tax owing on income from the deemed disposition of property is more than $16,500, for former residents of Quebec this amount is $13,777, a security deposit has to be provided to the CRA to cover the amount. If you sell your home after your departure, what happens? If you sell a taxable Canadian property, which a home is, after you became non-resident of Canada, you have to inform the CRA of the proposed disposition or of the completed disposition of your house latest 10 days after the closure of the sale to avoid the penalty up to $2,500. When completing the form, you need to calculate the estimated capital gain or loss on sale along with the depreciation, recapture, or terminal loss if selling rental property. The CRA will require you to pay at the time of the sale 25% of the estimated capital gain and federal tax due on any recapture. The buyer of the property assists in this process by withholding the tax from the gross proceeds due to you. The CRA will issue you a certificate of compliance once the buyer has remitted the correct amount of tax. The withholding amount is not your final Canadian tax liability. You will need to file a Canadian non-resident income tax to report the sale to calculate your actual income tax. This return is due by April 30th of the year following the year of the sale. You may get a refund or you may have a payment due if your final Canadian tax liability is more than the amount withheld. What about the principal residence exemption? As I mentioned earlier, a principal residence is not subject to deemed disposition rules at departure nor any other real estate property. Individuals have two options. First, electing to trigger the deemed disposition on the property and use their principal residence exemption in the year of emigration to exempt the accrued gain from inclusion in their taxable income. The proceeds on the deemed disposition will be their new cost base, which any future gain on the ultimate disposition will be calculated for Canadian tax purposes. And second, doing nothing at the time of emigration as the property is exempt from the deemed disposition rule. When they sell the property in the future as a non-resident, the gain will be calculated from the historical purchase price and they may use their principal residence exemption at that time. Note that the principal residence exemption is available to a non-resident for all or portion of the years they own the property as a resident of Canada. Deciding which option is better for you depends on the accrued gain until the emigration and the expectation of future gain after the emigration. How is income from Canada will be taxed after your departure? Non-resident individuals are subject to Canadian income tax on income from employment in Canada, income from carrying business in Canada, and capital gains from the disposition of taxable Canadian property. Generally, interest and dividends are paid to non-residents are subject to Canadian withholding tax. Also, payments from RSP, RIF, CPP or QPP, OAS are subject to 25% of flat withholding tax rate unless a tax treaty reduces the rate.
To conclude, please note that the rules can be complex and the penalties might apply if you do not comply with the rules. Do not forget that keeping your documents in order is very important to prove that you are no longer a Canadian resident. Careful planning in advance is necessary, especially if you have assets when you leave Canada. Please request a copy of the related article from your sales team for more detailed information. Thank you and stay well.